Interviews on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. Trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to recommend the best products for your car. Like five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil, just $32.95. Extend the life of your vehicle, improve performance, and protect your engine against sludge and wear with Mobile One full synthetic. On sale now at O'Reilly Auto Parts and O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities, victory over setbacks, victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V Foundation team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind, it cannot touch my heart, and it cannot touch my soul. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Whoa, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. It is game day, hour number two. When you're home for Pelicans basketball. Pels taking on the Hawks at 5 p.m. in Summer League game number two. Hey, look, it is what it is. It's a game. Does it matter? Does it count? Did you have Zion? No, look, regardless, uh, the Pels are playing, and it's fun uh, to see that here as well. We'll speak with Jordan, a graduate, here shortly as we... Uh, welcome you back to hour number 2-800-998-1003. We opened up the show playing what Ja Morant had to say about Jordan and really about everything else. And now you remember the headline over the weekend. I don't know if you saw it or not. Where it says Ja Morant, uh, would have cooked Michael Jordan if he would have played back in the day and all of that. So, uh, I played it because I wanted you to have context on it. I don't think it was disrespectful at all. If anything, it just shows you what kind of, I guess, confidence he has. And I like, uh, I like, um, all of his style, everything about it. In case you missed it, this is what he had to say. But if you could have talked to Michael Jordan in that moment, what would you have said? Thank you. I feel like this, I feel like he, you know, the reason a lot of people, you know, want to play the game of basketball, um, to even, you know, be there with him is, you know, something, I didn't see myself doing, you know, as a kid, but having that opportunity uh, to be there and, you know, talk to him, introduce myself, and, you know, just have that conversation with him. Uh, I don't know what I would have said, but... Yeah. Yeah. I wish I played in his generation, though. Yeah. You wish you would have played in his generation? Yeah. Why? I heard he was, like, like just how he, you know, go about the game, you know, just that mindset he had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to, you know, play against him, so... Yeah. 
You know, yeah, this time you're not saying, I would have cooked her. I would have cooked them too. <laughs> you would have cooked Michael Jordan? Man, I, nobody got more confidence than 12. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what you're supposed to say. I get it. As you should. I'm, yeah. I'm never going to go and say nobody going to beat me in one-on-one -on -one or anything. Yeah. I don't care what it is, what sport it is, soccer. Who the best player in soccer? Come on, we can play. <laughs> <laughs> Who would y'all say best player? What, Ronaldo? Neymar, Messi, 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 yeah. You coming for Messi? I want to be the goalie. I want to be the goalie and have. Matter of fact, somebody set it up. Set up you and Messi. For sure. You know how hard that is, though, right? For sure. Okay, but you still want to try. I'm confident. And look, and that's why I wanted to play that because doesn't that come across a lot different in the headline? Ja Morant says he would have cooked Michael Jordan. There's context in there, and. I said this earlier in the show, and I kind of feel that it was one of the things that I enjoyed about watching uh, Jean Morant this past season. He reminds me a lot of when I was a kid watching George. Just pure athleticism, and then that game evolved, and then the team got to where it could help him win championships. But, man, um, he does things that are just uh, something else. And that's the same confidence level. That's the same way of thinking that Michael Jordan has. Doesn't matter who he is, what he is. I mean, that's why the guy competes at what throwing quarters by the wall, golf, gambling. You know, that's his mentality. The guy needs to win at everything. So anyway, we touched on that. If you want to chime in on uh, that conversation, we can do that here as well. As I see, Jack is on hold, and Lee, you will kick things off, sir. It was nice seeing you over at Monster Jam over the weekend. Did you enjoy? How about the Louisiana native? From Lafayette, Dragon winning the entire thing, huh? Gus, man, that that dude, I tell you what, you talk about the dome court advantage, <laughs> dome field advantage. We, he, he definitely had it. But give him credit, Gus. He went all out, man. He totally destroyed his truck to win it all. He oh, dude. Did, he was not losing that. He, and when he did the backflip, the place went down. And when he was done, there was no piece of the truck left other than the roll cage. <laughs> and the dome went bananas. He literally brought it down. But what did you expect, Lee? He starts out the the hour while we're waiting for it to, to start, and he starts doing who dat. I mean, he starts throwing who dat chants out there. Oh, so man. It, it was just pretty cool. But I, I, felt like, I felt like if he just if he just compete, he, he had a good chance to win because he's going to get a little home cooking. But man, we didn't have to home cook it, man. When he he le he left it all out there, man. I think all his competitors knew they had no shot. Cause man, his his dog on freestyle was amazing, amazing. I, I mean, I, plus I'm hooked, man. I am. That was my first ever, really? my first ever monster truck, my first ever monster jam, and I'm absolutely hooked. Yeah, I, I, I I'll say so this: the, fun, the races at the beginning, man. Well, I, I love that they went right at it. It was it was really cool. Man. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, they were getting after it, man. It, it was fun. It was fun to see. It was real fun to see. Okay. Um, the reason I called, though, is, you know, with all due respect to all of the competitors up to date, and, and plus John Moran, when you played the interview, it was in context. It was total tongue-in-cheek. It was total ribbing. Like, like, they would, like if he was playing with George sure. one-on-one on the court in a pickup game, he would talk trash to him knowing that, I probably can't beat this guy, but I'm gonna try getting in his head. Mm -hmm. That that's what I like about John Morant. Me John Morant. You know, it wasn't mean spirited. It wasn't like, man, look, John can't hold my jock strap. Right. You know, he was you know Don't he, you think you know, it was he important was, to hear he, it though? That's what I'm saying. Like so you can get the context. I mean when you hear the context, he starts by thanking him. 
then he starts by saying, dude, I, I, I'm going to go after you. I mean, and that, but that's Michael. Like, that's Michael today. I mean, <laughs> I mean the guy took things personally. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's, that's why I love exactly. him. I'm telling you, he's as close to, I, I am. I, and I know it's early, but the way he plays, the mentality, um, the flair, Dude, I, I said it after MJ. I thought Kobe was close, and I think I'm I'm putting them in the same sort of family, you know, just of the style, the the, the way they're built, the way they play their game. Um, he's fun. He's must watch when when Memphis is playing. I I want to see. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I just want to say this: I wish all of these competitors of today stop stop talking about Michael Jordan. Stop talking about you, how you. Compare or you could be, man. Look, let me tell you something. Michael Jordan, when he played, he had to deal with cats like Charles Oakley. Uh, he had to deal with guys like, I mean, no, we we talking about real fouls. We ain't talking about this little slap the arm, wrist, kick the tack stuff they do now. This cookie cutter basketball they play now, man. If Jordan play right now. He, he, Will Chamberlain wouldn't be the only one dropped a hundred points. Jordan would have done at least six times already with today's rules. The highest design the date because everybody would foul out about the second quarter. The way they call fouls, nobody could stay in front of Michael Jordan. He would draw foul every time he drives to the hoop. He would get the whole team, that whole team would be fouled out by halftime. He would get a hundred points. So, I think the other thing too, the other thing too, Lee, and I want to get to Jack before the end of the segment, but I think the other thing that people forget too is, like, Jordan was an old defensive player as well. Like, that, you know, I mean, you, you have to still try to score on him. You know what I mean? Like, you're saying you're going to cook him. Um, not only are you going to be tired trying to guard him, but that guy literally yeah. was a very was a good two- defender. He was one of the best in the league. Two way, legit, legit two way player. He was a legit two way player. That's what he was. He was- his, as, as a matter of fact, just before we do Joe all those thunderous dunks and stuff, well, I guess his defense came along later, but he realized real quick, man, if I get really good at defense, I'm going to be unstoppable. And I think about this third or fourth season in the league when he started bulking up, saying, I, I got to bulk up to beat, to beat the Pistons. You know, I think he realized, you know what, with this bulk up, he needs to also be my defense. Let me, let me get tight on my defense. Right. And I'm telling you, man, them guys just don't understand. I watched them. I, I remember it, but I could still go back and watch them. Jordan, if he put his mind to it, he can lock down anybody on the opposing team. No doubt. He can lock them down and nothing they can do about it. For sure, man. Glad right, you enjoyed right, the tickets. Right, it was good yeah. seeing you, your son, and the rest of your family, man. Thank you so much, bud. All right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jack, thank you for giving us a call here, sir. How are you? Hey, guys. Hey, look, um, I had a couple of things, but as far as what you, y'all were talking about, I think comparing the NBA today to the, the 90s is basketball as far as defensive rules and what you're allowed to do. Right. It, it's kind of like the the NFL passing rules as compared to, you know, the 90s. They, they've just opened all of these games up for, for entertainment. Mm-hmm. That, that's just what they've done. So, it's a, it's a, of course, like you said, of course the athletes have gotten better. But it's apples and oranges. Sure. But, but uh, hey, Gus, as far as Lamar Jackson goes, do you think Baltimore may, may be hesitating because, you know, there's been times, especially in the playoffs, when he's faced better teams and better defenses, where he really hasn't, you know, played up the, you know, what they need. 
And, and if you remember, I hate to say this because I know your buddy Roy's listening, but you remember the game against the Dolphins last year? They right. blitzed him and blitzed him, and he just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and like I said, I, I think one of the things that, you know, you look at, too, is at some point you have to make those plays. I, I, I Look, again, the analyst earlier today brought up the fact that the Ravens haven't gone out there and, and, and paid him and they're, that they're still negotiating on the, a new contract. And then he also brought up another point that Baltimore has tried to acquire receivers in free agency, and receivers don't want to sign there. Juju Schuster, uh, Juju Schuster was a player that he brought up that he said he could have left. He signed for less money to stay in Pittsburgh than to go to Baltimore than what they offered him. So is it that receivers don't think that he can throw the ball to you and you're going to get your numbers and you're going to hit your marks and make your money? But, but that was an interesting point because I, I feel over the last three or four years, I, I feel like there's a certain narrative every single time when it comes to him and is that when is he going to get the weapons? When is he going to get the receivers? When is he going to get that? And, and like it hasn't happened, you know? It, it got something quick. No. And the other thing was, would you agree that Mike Greenberg's been pretty pretty bad to the Falcons? I mean, when, when, when those other things he would talk about were jumping on him, uh, you know, I remember him even in February saying that the, the Falcons were a sneaky good team. Yeah. Um, okay, but this morning, I know you heard this. He said if he was a general manager and he had to give a sign on that contract, he doesn't think he'd sleep very well. Look, and I understand why. I mean, he wasn't the only one over the weekend, too. And, um, look, I, what I said to some people over the last couple of days that I run into, you know, like, man, that's Zion. I'm like, I hear you. And, and whatever hesitation you have, I get it. But at the same time, I just answer it like this. If you don't give it to him, someone else will. I mean, that's just right. reality. Whether we agree with it or not and think it's earned or not, if you don't give them that contract, someone else, someone else will. And then at the end of the day, too, what really is a contract in the NBA? I mean, I keep going back to this. Kevin Durant doesn't have a year remaining. He's not on an expiring deal. Doesn't say, like, AD, hey, I'm not signing my extension with one year left. He has four years remaining. And it's crazy to me, right? I mean, so what does it matter? But Brooklyn thought they had him for a while. He has four years left. On the contract. So, you know, all you know for a fact is you are going to give him 33 guaranteed next year. Let's see right. what happens after that. You know, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, it, it could be somebody else that has to fork up uh, the hundred, you know, the other hundred and whatever, 70 million after that, Jack. So, we'll see. No, you're right. They, they couldn't let him off, man. So, you yeah. know, he, they, they had to do it. I hear you, man. Hope you had a good weekend, man. Anyway, Thank you for, uh, for giving yeah. us a bus. Sounds like y'all had a good time at the uh, at the truck, we you know, did. the truck and tractor thing. It was, man. It was it was cool. Monster Jam. It was it was good stuff, man. Thank you so much, bud. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Bye bye. We will talk with Rafael Esparza. That is next on ESPN New Orleans. Get ready, Greater New Orleans area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show, is coming for two big days only this weekend at the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard. 
Show hours are Saturday 9 until 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealer tables available. Full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun, books, camouflage, jewelry and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission is just $10 for adults and $2 for children ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell? Be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show. Thousands of buyers will be there. Instant background checks available for gun purchases. The big one, the great Southern Gun and Knife Show. Show hours 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 till 5 on Sunday. Come to the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard to exercise your right to keep and bear arms. While you're there, be sure to register for the $50 restaurant gift card. See you there at the big one. Sure as shooting. Don't miss it. You know Randy, right? Research Randy? Yeah, you know Randy. That guy could spend a week researching which brand of underwear to buy. I went with him to look at diamonds. Uh, How did you survive it? I told him to go to every store and visit every website, and then I'd go with him to Ramsey's. (laughs) So you cheated? Yeah, I cheated. I didn't want to have to go to 20 stores. How long did it take him to realize Ramsey's is the place to buy diamonds? Keep in mind that by the time Randy got to Ramsey's, he had heard blah, blah, blah from everyone else in town. So what happened when he got to Ramsey's? When our boys saw that Ramsey's has every size and every color and every clarity of diamond from Diamond Mines yeah. and all the same choices in created diamonds, yeah. plus every style of engagement ring that everyone else had, plus that many more that no one else had. Dude, I've been to Ramsey's. His eyebrows shut up an inch and a half and he started to hyperventilate. Ha! <laughs> he bought from Ramsey's, right? Of course he did. Research Randy is annoying, but he's not an idiot. <laughs> Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. In Vegas, Rafael Esparza. Mr. Black, I'll try to come to you before this segment wraps up with him. Rafael, uh, uh, what, what's it like, man, to be out there in what essentially is the Kyrie show, right? It seems like wherever he goes... There's photos of them, and that's the most important thing that you're doing there right now. Uh, I would say Kyle Kuzman is probably getting a lot of attention at the club, which which <laughs> which I am hearing. I mean, I don't know. I don't go to these women clubs because that's degrading, but I'm hearing he's throwing some a lot of dollars. And Jamie Fox saw him the other night too. You know, you could always just tell Val. I mean, that's just. I mean, you, you're going for work purposes just to see who's in the clubs. I mean, you know. well, yeah, it's just text right off as well. <laughs> I never thought about it like that when you think about it like that. Let's see if um, Mrs. K would agree. Um, but, no, in all honesty, though, when you look at these summer league games, a lot of it has to do 
with maybe what you could sort of see a piece or two kind of, you know, project into the season. I mean, I know there's been a lot of, I would say, chatter uh, over two players in particular, and it's Chet and, and Paolo, right? Ben Caro hadn't looked too bad in, in these games. Yeah, Wiseman from Golden State looked really good yesterday. Yeah, Look, they lost a little, uh, as they were calling it, baby fat. <laughs> I didn't... I think when you're over 18, you don't, it's not called baby fat anymore, but that's just me. Uh, I thought Golden State looked really well, but I have to tell people the summer league is not about NBA players going and all that. There's a lot of scouts for overseas at these places. So even though you may not make it to the league, you can make some nice money going overseas because there's a lot of overseas scouts here at the NBA Summer League. That's interesting. And think about it from that perspective. We spoke with Aaron Summers of the Pelicans Radio Network and, um, she did say that, obviously, though, and I kind of hinted at it, that it is the topic of conversation. Whether you're at the buffet bar, you're just sitting down, you're in the elevator, you can almost hear somebody referring and talking about the Kevin Durant-Kyrie Irving situation. Being there around all those people, have you gotten a better sense of what you think may happen? Because I just wonder what that market sort of is and how many teams are just going to, you know, kind of gut their team for for Durant. When I understood what the players are saying behind maybe in locker rooms or in casino hallways and maybe those nice clubs that uh, I'm not supposed to go to, is they're tired of the Kyrie stuff. I think they all sympathize with what Kevin Durant did uh, on why he left, but I think everyone is just tired of the Kyrie situation. Uh, and so I think they all sympathize with KD just wanting out because of all that. And I, I think that the Aiton deal that's probably getting done today going to the Pacers is probably going to help the chitter-chatter of Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, so we can see what the Phoenix Suns are going to look like now, what the Indiana Pacers are going to look like now. So thank you. I can finally stop talking about the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up that it looks like DeAndre Aiden is not going to be a Phoenix Sun. Are you surprised by that, or do you think this move is to try to find a way to get Kevin Durant to Phoenix? Do you still put him at the top of the odds there? Uh, I don't He would be the favorite. I still think Miami Heat could be uh, the second favorite if I had to choose them, uh, those two. But I think the, the Aiton, he was button heads with management. Uh, we've seen in the playoffs uh, that he kind of disappeared. So it didn't shock me that they got rid of him. I thought the the pieces that they got for him was a little bit uh, underwhelming. But uh, I think Indiana could use a big guy, and uh, that just proves to me that Indiana. Right, and then be trading him essentially for Miles Turner. Um, going yeah. back and forth. I, I don't know if that makes Phoenix any better or not. It'll be interesting to see that. And look, I'm keeping an eye on it a little closer than perhaps a lot of others because it does affect the Pels. If, if, if Kevin Durant comes to the Western Conference, it's going to affect. And I, as much as I'm also tired of it, um, and, and it's interesting that you say that about players being tired of it. Do you think because of that, they, they don't want Brooklyn to maybe bend over backwards, take Russ Westbrook and trade Kyrie to the Lakers for LeBron. I kind of feel like I don't know if anybody in the league wants to see that because it's, I don't know, I've seen a lot of people suggest that they would be rewarding Kyrie Irving's behavior. I agree with you saying that, but I don't want to reveal sources of this, but they all hope, a lot of NBA players are hopeful that does happen because they, I think, it still won't work in L.A., and we can hear about the, the negativity of L.A. So what I'm hearing from players, they want that to actually happen. 
because really? they, they don't think it's going to bring home a ship uh, to L.A. So they, it's almost like when Gary Payton, Carl Malone, or I'm sorry, when Steve Nash and Carl Malone went to L.A., right. they were already given the championship and they stunk. Uh, I think that's what a lot of players want. They want Kyrie to go to L.A. to give them another motivation to beat L.A. and laugh at L.A. if they can't make it to the playoffs. It would be interesting that you say that because I think when you mention, you know, Malone and Nash, I mean, they, they were really at the tail end of their careers. I, I I still think Kyrie could play, right? I mean, we saw last year some games where he really, you know, has that ability to do that. Or do you think just the dysfunctionality of what it is out there in L.A. is like that? I mean, look, I the one reason I would be in favor of it is – that's that's a supervillain team, isn't it? I mean, no one really cares for AD. LeBron is by you know he completely is, is the spectrum. Either people love the guy or or, or or like cheering against him, and then I think no one cares for Kyrie Irving. So I mean, it would be the absolute supervillainist of the villainous teams, wouldn't they? Oh, that would be. I think it'd be worse of a worse supervillain than when Harden, Durant, and Kyrie. I think the Lakers would be a bigger supervillain team than what we saw. In Brooklyn, that was supposed to happen that we were never really seen happen. So, again, I want Kyrie to go there because you know me. I still don't think the Lakers they'll make the playoffs, uh, but they ain't going anywhere. They're not bringing a ship to to L.A. land anytime soon. All right, all right. Uh, what player do you think is uh, making the most pub just in terms of his play between the summer league action that was over in Utah and now in Vegas? I would say Pinchero. I think he looks so NBA ready. I mean, his body looks NBA. His poise looks like NBA. The way he was posting up, I think he's the, probably the most NBA ready that so far I've seen. Uh, I haven't watched a lot of games because I have to, like, you know, kiss babies and shake hands and sure, buy yeah. drinks. So it's, uh, go to clubs. for me, it's more, uh, go to the clubs and, uh, the supports <laughs> our future doctors of the world. So, sure. uh, uh, but I would say Pinchero is probably one, but again, I've seen a lot of sharpshooters that probably won't make it to the ship. That's uh, I was talking to Ukraine or not Ukraine, uh, uh, Serbia uh, scouts yesterday. That were they were looking for sharpshooters. That's probably going to offer a lot of millions to bring these kids over there. That's probably not going to make it to the ship. Two more topics with Rafael Esparza, VSI Doc Sports. The way to follow over on Twitter. Rafael will close with the Open Championship, which starts on Thursday. Tiger getting some practice rounds. I'll get your thoughts and odds there, but. You know, it's, it's list season and people losing their mind that Lamar Jackson is not in the ESPN Jeremy Fowler top 10 quarterback list in the, in the NFL. Let's just start with the, the, the obvious. Is he going to have a deal done before the season? And should he play or even go to the training camp in two weeks if he doesn't? I think he does play. I think he does go to training camp. I don't think he gets one. I think he he plays another season without one, and maybe they finish one out. I think he knows he's going to get paid. He, I think they know he doesn't want to really leave. So he really has no leverage uh, onto him. I still think he will be a Baltimoreans. I kind of agree with their the, those rankings that's on there because if you're going to look at the stats from last year, he was a one-man team, had no running. Now it could be a totally different rankings next year if their running backs can stay healthy because Lamar played totally different because mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't have to do everything like he had to do last year. Now, you know, again, I think a lot of people go the Sean Watson, Dak Prescott, probably those spots is kind of what people would uh, maybe flip them over. I mean, I guess, look, Jordan the Graduate says, congratulations, he doesn't put much stock in the fact that Lamar is actually an MVP. I mean, should should the fact no. that he's an MVP put him in the top ten? I don't think he's. I, I would. I would. If 
not at the top. I don't have a top 10 in my list right now, but it would be hard for me to put him on my top 10 list for MVP right now. Okay. All right, easy enough. All right, the Open Championship, lots of chatter about Tiger. Of course. And some of that chatter, though, Raphael, is could he retire after this one? Have you have you heard that? I haven't heard that, that he retire, but I have heard that if he struggles, like pain-wise and walking and, and stuff like that, that he might take a really, really long layoff just to get mentally and physically ready. I haven't heard anything about retirement, but I've heard that if he struggles – pain or mental that we might not see him for uh, maybe a full year of not playing golf, maybe not even playing with his son. So I think playing with his son probably put too much pressure on him to come back and play when he did that little tournament with his son. Right. I, I mean, I'm sure he's probably still going to play, but not a TV event with his son. Uh, but I have heard that. But I'm also hearing it's a lot of mental game with him because when you have when you have back issues and now you have to throw in the leg issues from yeah. the car accident, it's got to be mentally exhausting. That's why he pulled out in the third round two majors ago. He skipped the U.S. Open to get ready for this one. He won it in 2000 and 2005 at St. Andrews. Who are your favorites betting odds when it comes to this week's the Open Championship? Uh, I'm going to go John Rahm. I think he's, I, I'm going to pick him on there. I think, uh, he might have a really good, uh, a shot to win this. I heard the win is not going to be uh, that bad like we normally see at the open. It's all about the win. If the win is blowing, uh, that can be, uh, uh something that's, uh, interesting. And I want to pick a non-U.S. player to win the open as well. I think you get really good value on that one, but I'm going to go for the Spaniard, John Rahm, uh, as the open champion. And I think Carver will shoot better than Tiger would at wow. the open this year. Really? <laughs> I don't think Carver's ever actually um, even swung a, a golf club. So <laughs> I think you know what How about this. I think Tiger makes the weekend. Do you think he makes the cut? Uh, I think he. I th- now that I think he does. I mean, the, the, the TV is praying that he does because the ratings right. would be nice and everyone would be. Oh, he's back! He's back! He made the cut. We're going to see red on Sunday, uh, but he's not going to win it. All right, easy enough. Any uh, anything happened over the weekend in the world of fisticuffs? Uh, not, not much. I was a uh, Raphael did win the main event at UFC because they had both Raphaels uh, fighting in the main event, so that was kind of interesting. <laughs> but uh, that's an easy bet, huh? Which um, Raphael would win? Yeah, I, I had that. I had that. I bet well, Raphael would win the main event at UFC. Uh, <laughs> so that was a nice winner. But I'm just trying to eat as much in and out as possible and uh, uh, watch uh, some some young kids play basketball. I'm going to go to the pool today. I'm not going to go to all the games. I'm going to hit the pool today. All right. Uh, remember, you promised uh, I, I want exclusive behind-the-scenes action at uh, any of the three remaining Pels games. You got the game tonight or the, today at 5 o'clock our time against the Hawks, Wizards, and Lakers on Wednesday and Friday. So you got three I games left, a, Rafael. I sent you a picture of my car to uh, temperature the other yeah. day and how hot it was. It was and that was, at nine, that was at 9 a.m. Yeah, well, you know what? I also have a screen grab of what was it? Saturday night, we came back from Monster Jam. Dog hadn't walked. I go walk him. I come back. My wife's like, "You look disheveled. What's wrong with you? Why? Why are you so sweaty?" I'm like, "It feels like a hundred out there." And she's like, "There's no way." I'm like, "Hold on." I open up the app. Nine thirty-three p.m. on Saturday night, it felt like a hundred degrees. Temperature was eighty-five. Feels like one hundred. At nine thirty-three, but there's no global warming, so that's 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 a good plus, though. Well, whatever it is, it was hot. I'm just telling you. So, <laughs> I mean, it's hot for you, it's hot for me, it's hot for everybody. All right, Raphael, we'll talk again on Friday, sir. Uh, as always, appreciate the time.
Take it easy, guys. Have a great rest of the week. All right, 800-998-1003. We'll open up the phone lines. Pelican fans, I want to hear from you. Coming up, only, um, I don't know, like four hours, four and a half hours until tip time of Game 2. Did you watch Game 1 at all? And what were your thoughts if you did? If you didn't, are you going to watch today? Can you? It's at 5 o'clock against the Hawks here. we got the game on Wednesday, on Friday. We'll bring back the graduate, get his thoughts on it. He is taking one of the Pels players to task. As in, like, he thinks the roster spot should be open. He was not happy with the play of this player. We will uh, go into that next on ESPN New Orleans. Oh, plastic Jesus, plastic Jesus, riding on the dashboard of my car. Well, I'm afraid he'll have to go. He's the magnet in my radio. If I ever wrecked it, it'd leave a scar. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code ESPN for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code ESPN. Use code ESPN for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Got a hot one here. Got a little, little disturbance during the graduate right below us there in the Gulf. Should bring some rain later in the week. I, I'm at the point here of the summer where this is how my summers work, right? I, I look at the start of camp and then kind of the least alleviates my mind a bit, even though I know we still got all of August and all of September with warm weather, you know? I mean, so we still got some time, but I'm at the point now, I'm like, yes, bring about the rain. I'd much rather it be cloudy and rainy than uh, not a cloud in the sky and it feel like 100 at 9, 3 p.m. on Saturday night, Jordan. I'm not a fan of the heat. Of the heat, it just is what it is. I walk outside and I'm, you know, sweating. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's that's your report on the weather. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Summer League game number two. We're going to get to that in a quick second. Jordan will go over our questions of the day. Mr. Black, thank you for holding on, sir. What you got for us today, man? Did you enjoy Monster Jam? Man, dude, we all enjoyed it. We, we just had a good time, man. Thank you. First yeah, of man. All, thank you. Not a problem. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, but my thing is that first thing about the Monster Jam, that home field event, I think it worked this weekend for him. You know, he did good. He did good backflip and everything. And he, I liked it. You know what I'm saying? But in that league, for Lucas Owens, Oh, man, nobody was doing the right thing for us. It was supposed to show she was telling us, you know, honk our home for it. You know, I'm a truck driver. So I'm <laughs> right. trying to get everybody to honk their home for it. I like the way she was driving, too. Right. And for, and for the Pelicans, you know, I'm just saying, I just want to see how they play. I want to see that since you got your boy coaching us, Kyle's coaching, you know what I'm saying? I just want to see development. That's all I want to say, how much we could develop. Okay. Our young players and see Murphy do a little better. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. You, we can. It seemed like we couldn't make a shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that defense and that, you know, we get punched off of defense and turnovers and stuff like that. That's what I'm looking for. Game number two down the summer league. You know what I'm saying? What you do in practice, we'll turn over into games. So that's what basically I'm looking for. All right. Good you enough. Know? Thank you, Mr. Black. Appreciate the phone call, buddy. No problem. Anytime. Y'all have a good one. I'll see you Thursday. Yep. See you Thursday as well. We'll be over at Katie's. Up in Mid City, Jordan, nineteen of sixty-nine, twenty-seven and a half percent. That was the offensive totals for your New Orleans Pelicans. A not so well four of thirty-one from beyond the arc. <laughs> that's uh, that's not going to cut it. But then again, look, I mean, look, even whether it's Daniel Daniels or whether it's Liddell, again, those two guys are going to be able to come in, and really, the impact's going to be on the defensive end. When I look at this roster. Other than Trey, Jordan, I don't know where that offense is. And look, and, and you got to give credit to Jared Harper, the former Auburn product, 18 points uh, for him. But you you are taking a certain member of this roster to task because you, you feel they should have provided a lot more. Who, who, who's, who are you taking to task, sir? Yeah, Najee Marshall. I, I, I think he should just be sent home. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, how many years has he been in the league now? I mean, what are you doing? You're wow. who, like, just look at the guys that you're playing against. So you, you should you you should be a lot. I mean, you were basically you were playing in playoff basketball games. Uh, Trey Murphy kind of showed that, yeah, to a certain extent. I thought he could even play a little bit better. I mean, he had a great performance, but yeah, I mean, twenty three points, one for nine from the arc. That's that's not Trey like. Right, I mean, no, it's definitely not Troy. Like, <laughs> I think you should be putting up a lot better numbers. Both right. of those players, Najee Marshall and Trey Murphy, I thought should have played a not, hell of a lot better. Nine, but nine, especially nine, Najee Marshall. Nine points for Najee. He was two of twelve, zero oh for four from uh, from long distance. He was five of seven from the free throw line. So you know what? Uh, from the charity stripe, he was, um, you know. I'll look at it this way: when the Pelicans did really well in summer league, they really. Did never, I guess last year, yeah, they did really well in the, you know, towards the end of, end of the year. But I'll look at it this way. I'm fine if we don't win a single summer league game as long as we are really good in the regular season. So if, if we have to switch out being good in the summer league for a good regular season, I'll take. Well, let, let me ask you this. Um, 
because it is something that you you hear when Jaron Collins, the, the head coach, talked about afterwards. He he did sound disappointed in, in this aspect of it. As Aaron mentioned, there's certain players. Hey, let's let's see who you are. They hadn't played in a while and in a bit and things of that nature. But to your point that you're making, and I think it's it's a valid point. There's certain players that you, as Aaron says, you want to see them work on certain things. And you could hear Collins's disappointment. Like, he didn't want to talk about Trey Murphy's 23 points. He talked about his four turnovers. And along the lines of what you're talking about, Najee Marshall also had four turnovers. Now, he had, he had six assists. So I guess he was trying to be, you know, the ball distributor, uh, on there. But he wasn't. If you watched that game, he really wasn't. <laughs> so, so the fact that I brought up he had four turnovers, is that even more yeah, reason? He was, he was, yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. I could have five assists too, Gus. <laughs> that dude said send him home. So you, you don't want to even give him like to least. Let, let's no, see. I don't care. No. Well, let's see how he I mean, bounces. You don't want to can, give him a bounce back game? No, I mean, no. <laughs> I'm just, you know, like if, if you're going to put out that kind of performance what? in your first summer league. I mean, and he's been in summer league games before. He's yeah. been in like almost every he, single one. He since played much better last summer league. He did. He this was a bad. It was just a bad game. Do you, do you think maybe he um he and Raphael went um reporting the night before? Is that what you think? What what it was? I don't know what it was, but whatever it is, at, at five o'clock, it better be something different. Wow. I, or well, or so I'm are, calling for. Okay. I'm calling for because all also didn't he get a new uh con? Didn't he just you know. The, the amount of money that we, uh, that we paid him as well a few, wow. a year ago. Man, you're bringing up the car. No, here's the pen. All right. I'm, I'm on notice. You, are we putting Nazi on notice right now? I mean, honestly, with the roster that the Pelicans have, I think it should be because you are looking for roster spots. You're wow. looking for guys that are going to wow. make a difference coming off the bench. If you're giving me this in summer league after you've been in the, the league for a couple of years i don't want you on my regular season squad uh ross all right so jordan the graduate boldly stating at 1 p.m on this monday july 11th um he's not just disappointed in the summer league performance he thinks that you need to be performing much better if he wants to be on the roster to start the season i'll be uh, okay. taking up a roster spot we're looking for we're looking for spots right now pelicans are looking for spots and every spot is valuable <laughs> Jordan, I, look, you make the case in our I think it's a fair take. I don't think it's anything extreme. No, I, mean, I really I, don't. I can tell in the tone of your voice you are not happy with the four turnover, two of 12, 0 for 4 from downtown performance. And it may oh. or may have not been because my friend bet a lot of money on the game, <laughs> and I was hoping that there we could is. go out and get there some drinks is. later after the game. <laughs> I mean, when I say a lot of money, a lot of money on wait, the game. Wait a minute. He bet a lot of money on a summer league game. On the Pelicans. Because the Pelicans usually win every summer league game. Look at the offense. Who you got? Who's your scorers on that roster? Well, I mean, we were hoping that we could beat the Portland Trailblazers. I'm just, I'm asking you though, who's scoring on this team other than Trigger Trey, who was one, one of nine from distance? I mean, yeah. see, you should have done a little more, a little more research before you bet I that wasn't cop. the one that made the bet, so I'm, I'm, I never lost anything. See, and this is why I, I, I pick on the graph. I pick on the graph, but he says this is why he doesn't do fantasy football 
because it may affect how he views things. You're, you're, I, I'm just wondering if you're a little harsher or, you, or would you be as harsh on Najee's performance if it wouldn't have cost y'all? No, I, I money? still have, the, I still have the same, <laughs> I still have the same take on it. Okay. If you're going to be taking up a roster spot where the Pelicans, like I keep saying, are right. looking for places to, for more, for more position. I mean, you better be putting up twenty, at least twenty points. Wow, eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three will hit the break. What do you think, Pels fans? We'll keep the graduate on for one more segment here to kind of talk a little bit about this and the rest of the NBA news in the world here as well. But I mean, look, I, I, I don't think you're that far off, sir, because Jared Collins did not, he did not sound that happy about. You know, Trey Murphy's performance and some of the other guys. Let's take a quick break and we'll go over that here as well. So sports hangover on your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Step up to the tee and take a swing at betting the PGA Tour on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet the tour with a no-sweat first bet. And if you don't win, you'll get up to $1,000 back in free bets. My picks for this week are Rory McIlroy to finish in the top 10. I like Dustin Johnson to finish in the top 20. And my pick to win is John Rahm. FanDuel is a great app to use. It's safe. It's secure. It's very user-friendly. There are wonderful promotions every day. And when you win, you get paid in as little as two hours. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code KLRZ to get started with your no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. FanDuel Sportsbook, official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Promo code KLRZ. Must be 21 and over and present in Louisiana. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-877-770-STOP. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Plus, we're ready to deal on every vehicle in stock or online too at greglebontoyota.com. Remember, we have the all-new Toyota Tundra, totally redesigned and ready for your summer plans. The kids are out of school, <laughs> and you've got vacation plans. It's the perfect time for something new, and we want your trade, and we're paying top dollar. Greg's got the deal. South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg, 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 Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. RTC, ETEL, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now, we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, ETEL, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at letsrev.com. He's back. He's like the same little shot. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. 800-998-1003 if you'd like to chime in in a conversation. Should the Pels, I guess bigger names, which would be Trey Murphy, Najee Marshall from what we saw in in the summer league, should they be held to a higher standard? I think Jordan's kind of alluding to that. He was um he's ready to send Dice uh Dyson Daniels. He's ready to send Najee Marshall home following his performance on Saturday and, and then just threw I'll in give there. him another shot. I, I, I got I was I was I got cooled down. Okay. You cooled down a bit. So you want to at least see if he has a bounce back game. Uh yeah, I'll give him tonight. But you I think you bring up a valid a valid point from this that I'm not ready to, you know, to say they're not making the training camp roster or they're, you know, they're, they're on the, they're on the bubble. 
uh, for this. But I do think that it, you bring up an interesting point. The, the roster spots are valuable this year for the Pelicans. So as they enter training camp and enter the season, I do think you're, you're, you're on the right track of we want to see certain amounts of development or a certain level of development perhaps for certain players. And, and Najee Marshall is one of those guys that, um, I'm not going to call him a fringe player on the roster, but my point is, like, those minutes are going to be very limited. They're going to be specific, and you're going to have to kind of sort of do certain things. Now, again, Aaron said some of these players are working on different aspects of it. She brought up Trey Murphy's working on his handling distribution of the basketball. Maybe that that's what led to his four turnovers. Maybe that's what led to Najee Marshall's four turnovers, but they led the team each with four Um Turnovers is the highest. Uh, Jared Harper, well, I, who had 18 points, 5 of 14, 1 of 6 from distance, he had 18 points. He had two turnovers. He was the second highest turnover play. But, again, he was the point guard. And we've seen Najee Marshall. You know, he's a hustle player. I mean, we've seen him do really well in the regular season during some of the games. But the way I'm looking at it, as of right now, if I'm, if I'm a Pelicans fan covering the Pelicans uh, – with the roster and the way it's shaped up, if you're, if you can't show that you can contribute or make an impact in the game in 30 minutes, then how are you going to make an impact? How are you going to, how are you going to fit in to this roster and make an impact on the team and on the court? Right. And when you're only going to be playing five minutes, you know, possibly a game. So that's how I'm looking at it from that standpoint. Jordan, I, I, I can't disagree with you from that aspect and standpoint. Certain guys you want to see kind of stand out, and that's what I was talking about. Literally, you had most of Pell's Twitter uh and the Pell's 12 kind of saying, it's time to pull Trey Murphy out of the game when you saw him kind of get hot and everything. Like, mm-hmm. along those lines, like, we're not even thinking of Dyson Daniels coming back this week, right? No, I, I think you're definitely going to be cautious with him. I mean, it sucks because it, a lot of fans are probably saying this up. He fits perfectly with the Pelicans. Another injured Pelican already, first game playing with the with the team, but um, I don't think it's anything to be concerned about. No, I mean, it's, look, it, it's literally happen all the well, time. Well, again, it's dumb luck. I mean, it's it, right. I mean, he he's driving the lane, and he steps to plant. His right foot just happens to steps and plants on the defender's right foot. I mean, I I'm shocked that doesn't happen more. You know, when you look at it. So, I mean, I'm. And EJ Liddell also, uh, I liked a lot of what he said when he got drafted that night, but hey, uh, talk is talk. So I want to see more than two points as well. I mean, if you want to show everybody well, why look, you're PO'd no, I, not to be drafted no, wow. higher, then I need to see more than two okay, points. Look, in, right, look, look here, here, here's the thing. Well, EJ Liddell was the player I said I, I'm interested in the four games. I, I want to see because – And it's one game. It's one game. I, I know right. it's just one game. And look, it's, it's two points. But remember, we spoke the day after the draft about him specifically guarding Paolo Bancaro, who's looked pretty good in summer league play. Catching it on the right block, spinning into the paint, fall away shot, and it gets blocked. EJ Liddell's minutes this year at the Smoothie King Center are going to be ones where you want to see him succeed on the defensive end. Am I lying on that? Like I'm not, I'm not even remotely thinking of EJ Liddell scoring. And the reason why no, I say that is this: garbage time minutes. Well, no, it's not even that. Herb Jones has games where he scores 
four, six, eight. It's just a different player. You understand what I'm saying? Like Dyson Daniels, I think, while Trajan Langdon said, look, he's a guy that he sees him helping Herb Jones be a defender and stuff. I look at E.J. Liddell as the guy that, I don't want to say Herb-like, but where I'm going to insert him, and I think he can impact the game on a defensive end. Like, you see his size. That's something else that a couple of people have brought up uh, with Trey Murphy. He looks like he's gotten a little more size, little little ups, too. I love his aggressiveness to the rim. It's something that you saw as well, Jordan, that I liked in his minutes of action. But that's what I want to look at here with Liddell. I'm going to pay a little bit more attention, maybe not just to the scoring aspect of it, but I want to look at, you know, maybe um, how he, he he guards in the block and he get out in, in perimeter and guard and defend like that because he had four rebounds, he had a block, he was one of six from the floor. But again, I, I'm looking to when I think of Liddell on the court, I, I want to see blocks, I want to see rebounds. You know, hands on the ball, things of that nature. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, and um, a lot of these guys have really played with each other um, for a lot of minutes. So I, I, I know we're a little hard on them, but I think rightfully so, because if you're going to want to earn a spot, I keep bringing back the roster, you're going to have to really stand out mm-hmm. from Trey Murphy and Najee Marshall. I know I, I went hard on Najee Marshall, but <laughs> he's been able to show what he can do in regular season game. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt from that aspect, but I still think that's a guy that I'm looking out for and he better improve quick this summer league. Wow. Um, okay. Um, other topics around the NBA, of course, that are, that are big. Look, you saw over the weekend, if Kyrie Irving shows up anywhere, they're showing him everywhere and anything. I, I am interested in how it does seem there's a lot of discussion actually too, that it's almost a done deal in a lot of people's minds, that Kyrie Irving is going to L.A. What did you think of what Raphael said? That he says, not revealing sources, that he thinks a lot of players are privately hoping that happens so he can go after LeBron and the Lakers and and really kind of throw them down as well. I mean, do you think they've become the villains and kind of want them to be super villains? I don't, I don't know. I, I just... I'm looking at it from a basketball sense. Healthy AD, Kyrie, LeBron, they're going to be a problem. Or am I wrong? You can kind of go back to what John Moran said. I mean, I think every player bets on themselves whenever, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter how good a team is. I think if you're if you're in the NBA, you obviously think that you're one of the better players in the league, no matter who you are. Uh, I don't think that's, you know, the, the case for multiple teams. I think, they play who's in front of you, and if you're in their way, I mean, you're just another team in, in in a team's way of you know reaching a title. So I don't know how much that goes into players wanting Kyrie to join the Lakers to be this villain to right. beat or go after. I, don't, I just don't. I don't. I, don't I, I if I was playing in a league like that, I wouldn't look at it that way. What about when it comes to Kevin Durant? It kind of seems like uh, they haven't seen a lot of different moves. Everyone's kind of waiting. To see where it happens, the, the the one move that likely will happen today, um, and that's Brian Windhorse, you know, saying the DeAndre Ayton to Pacers move or trade likely is going to happen. I, before I play his comments, are you surprised that that didn't work out? Because you saw in the series against the Pelicans when he had good games, they won. 
Yeah, I mean, it was a very good Suns team. I mean, you had Devin Booker. I mean, when he did play, Devin Booker did play Chris Paul and him. I mean, it was a hard team. I mean, the Pelicans stuck in there as well as they could, but at the end of the day, they just had more star talent and were able to get the job done. So that's going to hurt the Suns if the trade or when the trade gets through. Like Windhorse says, it could potentially happen today, but... I think that hurts the Suns a lot, and who knows what happens to CP3 uh, here in in a year after you know maybe he sees what happened over in Phoenix, and maybe he decides that he wants to go somewhere else. Mm, all right, here's what Winnie had to say: The Indiana Pacers have shown a lot of interest in DeAndre Ayton in this off season. Uh, they now have salary cap space to offer him a contract. They had space before, but they had to wait until they completed the Malcolm Brogdon trade, which they just did over the weekend. And so effective now, they have the cap space to sign DeAndre Ayton outright to an offer sheet, which we are all waiting on. The league is waiting to see if Ayton signs it uh, as early as today. And so then if that happens, once that offer sheet happens, it's like crossing the Rubicon. The Suns can no longer trade him to anybody. They can't trade him at all until January 15th. Mm -hmm. And uh, they certainly can't use him anytime soon in a, in a trade to the, um, uh, to, to the Nets. So when you take that off the table, and it's not so much, Greeny, that it would be the Nets taking DeAndre Ayton. Obviously, we know that the Suns are interested in trading for Durant. Durant is interested in playing for the Suns. The Suns don't have right now what it takes to get the Nets to say yes. But if you still had Ayton as a free agent, you still had avenues to open up ways to acquire more assets. Once that offer sheet is signed, it closes that door. Mm. All right, there you go. So, um, I, 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 do you think we're going to get Durant, Kyrie news this week? You know, I'm, I kind of feel like it's, it's going to be around know. the end of, of, of camp here. From, you know, just seeing everything, it doesn't seem like Kevin Durant, like a lot of teams are, you know, willing to give up their arms and both of their arms and one of their <laughs> right. legs for Kevin Durant. Right. Because that's what the Brooklyn's asking right now. So I definitely think Brooklyn's kind of over, um, trying to oversell Kevin Durant. He's a great player, but at the end of the day, I mean, how much are you really willing to, you know, spend to sell basically future of your franchise? I mean, yeah, he's going to be great for, you know, three, four, five more years, but you're giving up, you're giving up a future. I think one of the things that's interesting to me is, what if the Nets just say to both of those guys, see in September at training camp? Uh, both of those guys are, that's just not a good situation. I, you're, you're in a predicament where, all right, well, then you're in a stagnant place. And, you know, I don't want to be here, so I'm going to give you minim, minimal effort right. until you want to get rid of me. And that's kind of the situation that you're going to be put in if you say to those guys, you have to say that because they have that kind of pull to where they're great players. And they can do that. They can sit out games and not, you know, play how at the level that they can play. That's Jordan, the graduate. You hear the music. Hour two is in the books. Jordan, we'll talk to you again tomorrow, sir. Sounds good. Have a great day. You as well. Hour three next on ESPN New Orleans. Your life is mobile. So is your bank. As a state bank and trust company account holder, you can check your balances, view transactions, transfer funds, and pay bills anywhere or anytime 
with State Bank and Trust Company's online banking or mobility app. Call or stop by any State Bank and Trust location for all the details. State Bank and Trust Company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Went to a festival in our town. I embarrassed my daughter, who's about to turn four in October. I couldn't win at any of the, you know, the shooting basketball games. So it, it became a little bit embarrassing as people were walking around like, oh, hey, Jay, love the show. You know, you're one hell of a player. And a couple of guys have made their shot. They got no form. The ball's hitting all these other, like, other rims bouncing going. I couldn't make a damn shot. They bend the rim. GJ and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Conversation is Gus Cattengill with you. Our thanks to Jordan, the graduate. At J.D. Kleber, the way to follow on Twitter. Buddy, back in the LaRose studios. We'll take your phone calls at 800-998-1003. We'll reset and recap what we talked the first two hours of the show as we kind of um, touch on all the different topics. You are more than welcome to chime in at ESPN Radio NOLA or call in, as we said, and say hola over to Buddy here as well. Got a couple of tidbits, uh, news headlines and such. Pelicans game at number two in the summer league is coming up in now three hours, just less than three hours. 5 p.m. Uh, tip-off time is scheduled for the Pelicans taking on the Hawks here. They lost on Saturday in the summer league opener, 85-68. The big story there was Dyson Daniels, the eighth overall pick in this season's draft, stepping on a foot as he drives down the lane and... Uh, rolls his right ankle and he sprains it. So my guess is you probably will not see him the rest of the way after the game. Jaron Collins is the summer league head coach. Had this to say. It's too early to, to tell. Um, obviously he, he rolled his ankle. I know that he is um, able to put weight on it. Um, having said that, as far as his availability going forward, um, you guys have been around summer league long enough. <laughs> so, we'll, so, so, so we'll see. We'll see. How tough was it to see him go down? You know, knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, um, it's frustrating for him. It's frustrating for 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 us as a team organization. Um, that being said, um, 
you know, injuries are part of the game. Um, I don't think it's anything more than a sprained ankle, and um, he'll re- rehab it and be diligent with his rehab and get back out there when he gets back out there. So kind of just is what it is, and next man up mentality. Two bright spots in the game. Jared Harper, 29 minutes, 18 points. The Auburn product also had five rebounds in that. The leading score for the Pelicans was Trey Murphy. 23 points. It sounds great, but he was one of nine from three-point land. Seven of 16 overall.